Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Rachel La Loca, Andrew Casanova, it's that room 28, yeah. At the store buying Bobo, yeah. pretty ass boy coming out my front right. door. Been living rent free for nine months Thank too long. Yo, welcome back to the Hip Hop Advocate Show. You're rocking with Run DNE, Jam Master J Edition, baby. Yo, it's John Figs. De La Music. And The Rock. Yo, and tonight's guest, man. Yo, she does it all. Mm. Yo, from acting. She's a comedian. Yo, she's a writer. Mm. Oh, man. Voice Podcaster. <laughs> Original Dandara with that podcasting. Oof. Taking it back. Been on NBC, all that. We're gonna get Comedy into Central. matter of fact, and she probably been to QBC too. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. <laughs> what QBC? The, the Queensbridge. Oh, I thought you were talking about that channel where they sell the jewelry and shit. <laughs> QVC. I no doubt. QBC. <laughs> we're talking about QBC. She got bars though, and we're gonna talk about she it. Got we're gonna talk her. about it. Yo, we got Rachel Aloka with us. Yeah. What up, what up, what up? AKA Lady of Rage. Ah. The Loca of Rage. Loca of Rage. <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? I'm doing so great. I love your Afro puffs. Thank you. I rock rough and tough with my Ooh. Afro puffs. Hey. Rock on. With your badass self. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you came. Oh. I'm glad you came today. And when I called you, when we spoke, we was like, yo, we're going to do a little Halloween thing. Yes. Are you down? And you're like, hell yeah. I don't so, think I let you finish your sentence. As soon as you said like, holla, I was ween? Yes. Official, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we love it. We love it. I love this holiday so much. You have no idea how many costumes I have ready to go. Mm. I was thinking of doing like hip hop Abuela with the bata, but then I was like, no, I don't want to like age myself up. Con los rolo, con los rolo. Con los rolo, peluca y todo. No, you, you, you did that. it right. You did it right for the theme. But then I heard y'all was doing the Run DMC ah. thing, so I was like, I have to compliment that or meet that somewhere. So I thought our loca of rage with my dirty ass black Tims hey. was uh, the clean, move. baby, clean. New York right there. Rough <laughs> yeah. and rugged. It's Tim Weather. So Rachel La Loca. Hi. We we know you because uh, we had Tommy 5K here, That's and we were boy. speaking about uh, La Factoria, yes, Aww. which is an amazing show that was fucking crazy. So we he's he was speaking about you, and when he was speaking about you, he spoke very highly about you. And um, so for people that don't know you, uh, how do you start everything? Because you do so many things. Like what was it? What was the first thing? Like how you got into it? Yo. I will say and preface that answer, and sorry for the lisp that the gold tooth is giving me. <laughs> sorry, but not sorry. I think it's hysterical. You went all in. All in, baby. Yo, I'm a, it's going to take some getting used to, but, you know, I feel a little rugged and raw Word with up. this tooth in my mouth. No, I'm um, okay, I'm exaggerating the Fs right there. Um, oh. Yo, so... I'll preface this answer by saying that that has evolved and that has changed and it's really changing like as we speak. Mm. If you had asked me that question, what are we in 2022? If you had asked me that question 10 years ago, I would have said I'm a sketch comedian. I perform off Broadway with my comedy troupe Room 28. Shout out to Room 28. And I'm a corporate marketer by day, you wow. know. But if you ask me that now in 2022, the way I answer it is I'm a podcaster, I'm a writer and producer, content creator, mom. Yeah. Wow. And still a marketer. It's crazy because I left that corporate gig per se where I wasn't reporting to my office every day at 8.58 a.m. Mm -hmm. and staying there to like 11 and shit, you know. Um the marketing thing has still been prevalent in my life. Well, we're all marketers. We have brands to talk to, to people yeah, that's, about that's hip hop that advocates. Never 
You know, we out there talking about ourselves and doing our own marketing on the daily. Our right. resume is our marketing sales collateral piece. Yep. You know what I mean? But the marketing thing is kind of back because now I'm producing some comedy content for mm. brands like McDonald's and Lay's and this candy company called Ricolino Ibero. Yeah, oh, I got to say it like that. And I, I ate so much candy on set that day. Oh, my God. It where was is it from? so good. What, from where? Where is it from? Yo, it's, um, what, I think it's like, where is it, what, what country? Mexican. And I think, don't get me like in trouble, it's either Mexican or Central American. And they have the like paletas that are like spicy AF on the outside and then sweet and mango on the inside. Wow, that sounds, okay. sounds like sex. In <laughs> Wait, you having spicy on the outside sex? Like with adult? With adobo, or, we get freaky. Yo, use adobo light. It has less sodium. No, I don't use adobo. The one with the blue cap? I use Miss Dash. No sodium. Let's go. Oh, Mrs. <laughs> Dash. She's still around, right? She didn't get canceled like Aunt Jemima uh, or no. Uncle she Ben. She never had a face. Mrs. Ah, okay. We don't even she know who Mrs. Face. Dash yeah. is. What is she? She's multicultural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's somebody's Thea. Yeah, right? yeah. She's somebody's Thea. Yo, but, um, you know did what I answer I, your question? Yeah. Like, that's how I introduce myself nowadays. What know? I like about that is when I, when I, I got the gist of, in your answer, you're moving with the times. Yes. And that's important, yes. you know, because if you stay back there, you're going to be left behind. She's evolving. She's evolving. Wow, that's that's dope. Thanks for that call out. And she also, no one thing that we didn't mention, she does voiceovers as well. Right, right. Is that something new? Okay, so I should add that because that actually is happening now. Now, it's, mm -hmm. it's building. I've got to change my whole auto signature. Thank you for the, like, self-realization, hip-hop advocates. Um, <laughs> right now, the podcast has really cultivated this, my larynx, as a tool. Mm. I'm sure y'all know That's this the, too, right? Mm -hmm. What, like, larynx? Larynx? Uh, so we're talking about how voice, voice is an instrument. Tool. Yes. yes. Tool. yes. Yo, you can feel me on this then like we're we're now practicing breathing respecting each other's spaces as co-hosts letting your man get his thought across you mm. gotta sometimes hold your tongue hold back be to keep the thought keep the thought at least my brain works that way my brain is all over the place and i have to really say keep the thought don't lose it because you can't write it down like <laughs> i wish i had like a little stenographer under the desk like did you get that read back to me you know because i'll be forgetting that quick right? it happens have the it happens there was a Chappelle of. sketch like the that, Chappelle, remember? Yes, Yo, yes, yes. Oh, they had him on the back, comedy. right? On the back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it came with the backpack version. Yes, yes. Like, Read that back to me. I would definitely wow. bang Matt Damon. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And his Yo. boy was like, you're so gay now. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. What the hell was I saying? You well, see? Look at that. Damn, we need to snog for right now. Right. Anyway, read that back right to me. <laughs> um, we were just talking about keep uh, when somebody's talking, we're respecting their space. Right. Oh, mm -hmm. the cultivating of the tool. Thank you. Um, so that has led to some voiceover acting gigs. I've always wanted to do voiceovers. I swear, like you really got to just tell the universe. Mm -hmm. Just. However you could do that, write it down, say it out loud, do a drum pattern. Speak it to fruition, right? Just put a tattoo on your ass. I don't know. Yeah, a tramp stamp? What, uh, well, like a quote or something yeah. of what you want to be put in the universe. I don't know. Is that a tramp stamp? I don't know. You said all about the ass. Why, I'm got, just thinking of the real one? estate available, and I'm like, I guess that would be a good space. So anyway. um, Why did they label that tramp stamp? Who is the original tramp stamper? Yeah, the, you know? I don't know. And then who it called her out? Like, dude, you got a tramp yeah, stamp. Like, what? The original tramp stamp. That started stampede. in uh, American Pie, I think. Oh. Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. That's where. Yeah. Shout out to Rills for the yeah, yeah, it was one of the movies. I knew it was one of the movies. He's the fact checker. He, you know, Rills, he's a habitual wedding crasher. <laughs> he, he's the originator. Yeah. I feel like I've seen you at my wedding. Yeah, and I'm like, wait, I there. thought you were working the venue. <laughs> my father was looking for more shrimp turn cocktail hour yo so voice acting is a thing that i have 
like just I'm out like I love it so much okay first of all like with regular acting and stuff like TV stuff you got it the makeup the hair sometimes they cut your hair it's a process I had to cut my hair a lot I did West Side Story I did one scene in West Side Story and they cut off a lot of my hair and they were like we need to be true Spielberg told everybody this is the storyboard you was in the new one yeah yeah I did not know that yo okay here's how you can find me and if you can if you blink you will miss me (laughs) yo so um the america scene it was really hot when we were shooting i like to live in america that joint ariana de bose and afro latina and so i brought my hand fan in my purse they gave me everything 1961 it was like one of the best costumes i've ever had to put on like amazing it, time. i felt i played anita in eighth grade okay mm-hmm. so i didn't get the part in spielberg's you know what i'm saying version but i was there on set for <laughs> america and it was so special for me and I was like, I asked um, costumes. I was like, can I bring my hand fan with me? It's my mom's. But I was really hot. And she was like, yeah, it fits with the scene. And I was like, great. So that's how you could find me. I'm the only girl with a hand fan. Fanning. I get two shots. There's one of me. So I was also the girl that was like, hey, guys, there's a dance scene. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to run. I was like running from the phone booth. I burned off like 7,000 calories that day. Like, all right, take 37. I was like. Come on, guys, there's a dance scene. <laughs> 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 Your fucking legs are burning. <laughs> so tired and i was like yo era más gordita i was like a little bit bigger and i was just like i can't this is like hard so the hand fan that's how you can catch me <laughs> okay in okay, the scene okay. of america uh, wow so, so we so we <laughs> we got into how you began and uh, we're talking about the present time um there's something else that you do and we were talking about it the tittle twins Oh yes the tuttle twins the, the, yeah how do you say how do you pronounce it the, the tuttle twins tuttle twins Okay, this is so cool. And this is like part B to what we were just talking about, the voice acting. Mm. So my manager got me an audition for this voice acting gig where they took this really successful book series called The Tuttle Twins with, I think, a German family where it's like fact base and like truth and like on that freedom tip stuff they wouldn't put on mainstream television stuff that they might put on a streamer or youtube but definitely not pbs or any other children's network that we see you know um it's that conspiracy theory stuff a little bit i don't know if i can really label it that and forgive me but it does it goes beyond the textbook on certain topics so the tuttle twins they took this very successful book series and they added a multicultural layer to it where the family became multicultural with mom being latina i'm not sure what the dad is like i've seen we're in season two and I'm actually going to Utah this weekend for the season two red carpet premiere. Oh, They're yes. bringing me back to Utah. The oh, only Dominican in, in that part of Utah. I know it. I felt it in my bones. You become a Mormon. Yo, it was Mormonville. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it was crazy. So I'm going back there this weekend. So anyway, the Tuttle Twins now is this Latino family. And I play Mom Tuttle. And I auditioned for the lead. I auditioned. Oh, taking me back to eighth grade when I auditioned for Maria but got Anita, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it was meant to be. I was meant to be Anita. And uh, now Rita Moreno's like my idol. So it just, you know what I'm saying? Highest title. And Numero uno. <laughs> exactly. You went Rita for the Moreno. Grandma. I went out for Grandma Tuttle, who... So Grandma Tuttle takes the Tuttle twins, who are her grandchildren, back in time to meet, you know, um, Benjamin Franklin, you know, the history makers, um, on her time-traveling wheelchair. <laughs> and she gets, she gets kicked out the nursery home because she's very Latina. She brings a raccoon to live with her in the nursing Yo. home. So the pilot is me saying, all right, kids, mom is moving back in with us because they don't let raccoons in the nursing home. You know, it's on that <laughs> So that raccoon is, is feisty. Is, but is this like acting or is this voiceover work? Both. So it's voice acting. So I get these scripts oh, and I have to become Mama Tuttle, who I just was for a split second. She's more like, all right, guys, I know this is wrong, but I'll put up with it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> she knows what grandma's up to. <laughs> she knows what Buena's Yo. up to. But she knows that the kids are learning about history. So she's like, all right, I'll allow it. You know, and then she makes mad jokes. So the acting comes in because I think when I read the like the scripts, I'm like, this can go so many different ways. Mm. She could be like, oh my God. Or, you know, like, I don't know what they're the looking typical, for. Yeah, like the typical what are they looking for when they say she's shit. a Latina mom? I think she's like me. I'm Latina, but I'm also Jewish, American, Russian, like, and I speak Spanish, and I'm pretty acculturated, but I'm bilingual, so I feel like she's bilingual. Mm -hmm. And maybe all, all that doesn't come across, but those are the things as an actor that I'm telling myself to not mm. be too, like, ay, Dios mío. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sofia Vergara. Right, like, that's that's you, you know, that's yeah. Like, with, a, with a role like that, that's though. That's Sophia With a role family. like that, did, any, did anybody, any of the producers give you any direction as far as like how to how to like present it don't Absent. throw your arms too much uh, actually okay i have a story about one voiceover acting gig that somebody did tell me something like that but on this particular project they have been so supportive and encouraging of me turning the character into the latina that i think she should be That's they'll dope. be That's like great. okay something will be in the script because these writers are most of them are non-latino of course they're hollywood writers they're so good they're Always. so talented some of the words in the script are like you know mama title says oh my goodness or something like that un por ejemplo and i'm like wait i don't think she would say she would say like ay por the or like ay or like so ay, ay yo mio. Mio. but they that's allow, a little too religious like you know like maybe something they, else they allow like, your input Yes, they, that's, they're that's like, great. what would she say? And then they'll give me like a whole session of like, all right, now do some improv stuff. Let's go off script. And what would she say after this? Give us like, <laughs> I have sessions where I'm just doing the Latina noises, the, <sighs> you know, for five minutes. So like, give us a few different Latina, like, uh, sighs. They're like, give us some sighs. I'm like, yeah, we don't sigh. We're like, <sighs> you know, or like, <laughs> Imagine saving that on the computer. Latina side number three. Yeah, that's the take, right? All right, Rachel, take three. Give us some. You're really shocked at what your husband just did to the microwave popcorn. You know, like, stupid. You know, or like, imbecile. Right. And you're right. I didn't see uh, the husband because I saw the first the first one, and I didn't see him. It was uh, well, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but I I, I have yet to see him. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm only, sure. I'm, I'm only, I well, just where, started because I wanted to Well, see where it. could people actually go to see that? Sure, it's on, so this was really cool. I went to the season one premiere in Utah and I met the <clears> producers <throat> and they outsourced a company in Colombia mm. to do it. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. You know what I'm saying? To have people in culture on the team mm -hmm. and it's distributed on their app, which is called the Angel app, but it's also on YouTube. And that's where they're really like pushing it right now. Nice. So mm. Tuttle Twins TV. And uh, it's really interesting. I read these episodes and I'm really appreciative of good writing. It just makes it easy to be Mama Tuttle and so funny. That's that's cool because um, one thing you said about, you know, being Latino and people expect you to know Spanish 100%, right? To be speak proper. And I know you have a podcast as well, the, the Hilarious. Oh, the Hilarious Show? The Hilarious Show. Hopefully one day. Which is a great name, by the way. Oh. Yeah, it's great, great pun. Thanks. <laughs> it's a great pun. Hilarious. I like to be punny. Yeah. Um, Latinos Out funny, Loud, LOL. Hilarious, you know, but okay, so I could tell you the origin of Hilarious and like what it is. And I cannot guarantee that no saliva has been dripping from the tooth onto the mic. Um, Yo, you sound like Daffy Duck right now. No, I think I'm going to take it out half midway. When you're ready, you Midway. Whenever you're ready. Whenever you're ready. I thought you were sweating, but it's just. You got it blinging everywhere, so. Thanks. Thanks. So yeah, this especially, okay? We'll put the two for it. <laughs> so hilarious. Okay. Um, I came up through comedy school, the Upright Citizens Brigade, UCB, two-time diversity scholarship winner, this guy. And I took my classes, sketch writing, 101, 201, 301, improv, 101, 201, character development, and workshops. And I'm looking around me, and yes, I was probably one of like 
two BIPOC in the classroom, maybe one at times, whether it was me and another black person or me and another Latina or whatever. Very few of us on this in this school. Right, right. And then I would go to the other comedy school, the People's Improv Theater, the Pit, and I would do shows there, bragging rights, um, sketch cram. Well, no, that was at UCB, but other stuff that I would be doing there. And I'm like, yo, why aren't we all working together? And then we have so many talented female stand-up comedians too, and they're sort of in their own silo. Then we have these comedians on Instagram that are operating in their conduit. I'm like, why are these females not working together? Oh, because I think we're programmed that we can't or mm -hmm. that we shouldn't. It's set up like that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And that's just programmatically. Like, I don't think it's really, there's no facts behind that's the model that we should follow. But I'm like, okay, let me do what I can in my own little world to move the needle very little bit, three degrees. Yeah. And I started making that bridge between these females. I right. was like, Sasha Mercy, what are you doing on this date? D Nasty, what are you doing? Suni Reyes, what are you doing? Kat Lazo, what are you doing? Joanna Houseman, what are you doing? I'm naming a lot of female comedians in my circuit. Yeah. You know, what are you doing on this date? Let's all get together at this theater and let's do a female show. And at first it was called Comedy Derailed mm -hmm. because we were derailing what the comedy circuit looks like, male-dominated. Mm. True. And if we look at the larger scale, non-Latino-dominated. So that... I was like, okay, I don't think that's going to live on because, like, we've derailed it now. Like, now where do we go? And then I'm like, okay, this is hilarious. We all identify as female, you know, and furlarious didn't work. That sounded like Harry Toto or something. No, so I was hilarious. Like, so I was like, hurlarious. <laughs> Yo, I used, to say, I used to say a rhyme. He's like, I don't like the pussy if it ain't bushy. But... That's another story. <laughs> That's ahead. an interesting topic, though. Yeah. We're gonna, well, anyway. I, it was a fetish. Topic, yeah, I said put fetish that on the agenda. <laughs> so, Hilarious came about, and we started working together. Y te lo juro por mi madre. I have never felt a magical dressing room. Not on, get your minds out of the gutter. There has never been a magic that I've ever felt than the hilarious dressing room and show after show after show. It was just all these females in the dressing room, you know, helping each other with costumes and wigs and praying together and running lines was, and singing, like a family singing to each it's other. It was, it was <clears throat> erupting with comedy and pussy power and that wow. shit felt pussy has a lot of power what that's where hilarious started then what has it become sorry for my long-winded answers i hope it's okay mm -hmm. so then it was off broadway at the triad theater we were about to take it to the people's improv theater and then the pandemic happened uh. so then we were like okay gotta pivot so we went to YouTube right. and then a comedy app called Rizzle TV. This is crazy. So a friend of mine that used to work at the pit became the program guy at Rizzle. And he emails me. And he's like, yo, you got anything you want to submit to get like a nine or ten episode deal on this app? I'm like, yes. So we got a deal. Content for days. Yo. Yeah, we got a deal. We did nine or ten. I think it was nine episodes. They're 60 seconds each. And we have a hilarious channel. And that shit has like 170,000 followers or something. Yeah, yeah. It's like a quick quick content comedy app it's pretty dope and now we're developing the extensions of hilarious there's some podcast conversations happening Ooh. one thing uh one episode that I, I i enjoyed because it was empowering seeing it was five latinas different shades different backgrounds and it was you know from puerto rican to half puerto rican italian you have uh dominican jewish there was a Dominican, you know what I'm saying, Afro-Latina. And I'm, and I'm like, yo, this is dope. And I'm just I'm just intrigued. I just want to see what's going on. And y'all will each speak in Spanish what I thought was perfect Spanish. And y'all were saying, look, we're having struggles. People don't, we're, we're maybe not enough Latino for Latinos. You know, and I'm like, damn. And I'm just like, wow, this is crazy. Because imagine me, because I'm trying to speak Spanish and this is all broken down. Yeah, and yeah, I'm thinking I'm ill with it. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> How? What are your struggles with, you know, to 100% Latinos and you're speaking and they're trying to correct you. Like, no, you don't say it like this. 
Have you had that before? Totally. That was a segment that we did for CUNY TV. Shout out to CUNY. I went to Brooklyn College. Okay. Oh, to yo, was uh, hi. Yeah, my brother was there. Really? Yeah. I have such a connection to Brooklyn College. I taught. I was an adjunct lecturer there, multicultural marketing on Saturdays for four years. And now I'm on the alumni. And I just gave the keynote at the commencement for the class of 2020 and 2021. Ooh. They did a comeback ceremony. Ooh. I can't believe they asked me to do that. I had so many biggie quotes in my speech oh, no, no. i didn't know how they would go over they went over really well i was like this is either gonna be hit or miss and you know i kind of as soon as i hit him with the first biggie i was like oh, i don't remember the first biggie quote was but it was something brooklyn oh yeah something like i'm from brooklyn baby baby and all of a sudden everyone's like you're I was like oh yes this is gonna work him. I got, got him. You, you studied your crowd. Him. You studied your crowd. That's yeah, fine. You have to. Yeah, it's Brooklyn. It's Flatbush. Anyway, yeah. So CUNY did a. They have a show called Latinas on CUNY TV, and so we were interviewed twice. And yeah, so okay, I love it. I love it when I'm in a room and people don't think I understand or speak Spanish. Uh, that is like one of the most proud, amazing, fun moments for me in life. You keep that one right there. In the keep it in the tuck. That shit started desde chiquita. I would go, my tia grew, well, I didn't grow up, but my tia lived on 193rd in St. Nick. In the Heights. In the Heights. And they would send me and my cousin to the bodega, get the pop, get the sweet potatoes, bring back some, you know, soda roja for Cilantro. everybody. Whatever. <laughs> and these people that on St. Nick, they would never think that I spoke Spanish. And they'd be cutting the cheese behind the deli and they'd be like, esa gordita. You know? And I'm like... <laughs> And I would let it rock. I would let it rock for like five minutes or however long it would take. You know what I mean? And then I'd be like, okay, thank you very much. Puerco sucio, vete pa'l fucking diablo. You know, like it really just unleash on him. You know what I'm saying? Like it's unleashed in a, in a respectful, not so much way. Um, but, okay, I my whole life have never felt like even just in what I said, I feel like I'm cursing like a Jew Dominican. Like even, Jew I don't Minican. even have the real Dominican accent. Like none of us do that were born here. But I do feel that I, <laughs> I never identified a hundred percent with either background, but now it's different. Now I feel like this, um, like this 300 percenter, you know, mm. it's weird. I feel you. You know what I mean? Like I feel you. you put me in the campo. I spent summers in Tamboril in mm. the campo. Trina. With mangoes falling on the roof all night. Right. And and coming home with impetigo, like disgusting mosquito bites that got infected. Sure, word. All over the place. All over the place. The bubbles? You Looking like monkeypox and shit. Ooh, I used the to get bubbles. the bubbles. I used to get the bubbles. They Sleeping with the uh, net. And you know, <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> but I you also, learned. And, you learned and the so water much. pressure too, coming out droplet. Like I'm really trying to like wash oh. the pits and it's like, why is this like an eyedropper? <laughs> like dropping the water. But I never even felt like 100% Dominican there. But anyway, my point is like now, put me there, I will fit right in. Put me at a bar mitzvah, same thing. I'll probably grab the mic and do the horror, dress like a horror. <laughs> 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 Yo, you know what? I was I just had a thought, cause I know we all went to DR when we were, you know, two, three, four, five years old, and they put us and they just kind of threw us to the wolves. I thought that was wolves. beautiful. I loved that. I had so but much fun. Think about the kids that were actually living there, seeing us coming from New York. Good point. Right. Good point. They were like, "Yo, look at these spoiled brats, outsiders, right? Yeah. Outsiders. Well, like, they don't know. They don't know the struggle." I have a crazy quick story about that. We will always go to DR every year when I was living with my, with my parents, and so my brother, my younger brother, is like seven years younger than me, right? So we would go out there, and everybody knew my dad is in town, right? So my brother would hang out with the the kids from the the campo, right? Running around, jumping over. And one day I passed by, it was all farmland. I passed by a bunch of kids playing in a, a chico that mud, bro. A big puddle of mud. And they were all covered in mud, all, you know, black with the mud. And I'm like, damn, all right, you know, like, 
You know, they don't got a ball. They don't got toys, so they're just playing in mud. In the mud. And, mud pit and It's a mud pit or... something. And I seen one kid that, I'm like, damn, he's the same high as my brother, man. He could be my brother. And I'm like, wait, that's my fucking brother. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit, this, this man is in there playing with the mud, playing with the kids. Can so I? Was, I'm sorry to cut you off. I don't want to cut you off. Go, go, go for it. Did you have a final, you wanted to close the loop on that story? Which one? About your brother. I found him and I was like, yo, get over here. Get over here. I'm like, yo, dude, you're from New York. You're not supposed to be playing in the mud. What are you doing? He had his like new sneakers on and everything. But I, I say that to say like, they live a different life over yeah, there. Yeah. You know, my, my brother was going into their world. Yeah, exactly. But he wasn't from that world. He didn't yeah. know about the mud. Yo. I, I, real quick, I just want to add to that. Like, we were really thrown out there. I remember playing in the street when the lights would go out. And I have scars on my skin from the cut. For sure. And the shit that, the tetanus, I guess, that I, I don't even know. <laughs> but that was really hard, too. Yeah. As an Americana. Of like, course. going out there and, like, playing. And also, oh, that tied back to, like, I remember my cousins would be playing games in Spanish. And I don't know what the hell, like, I don't know what to do. Yo, there was a language. La there was a language, the, the Mata, rie, rie, rie. Something like that. But there was a language that they would speak like with the oh man, they used to they like broken down sign and then they were speaking codes. And it was a thing. And I'm like, damn, I was trying to learn that one summer. And then I couldn't do it. But I never really fit in. I used to play little league here. And I went over there and I'm thinking like we're gonna have balls and bats and gloves. They make gloves out of freaking this orange is, boxes. This is how we're gonna communicate. This orange juice relate. boxes. Orange juice boxes was the glove. They I were galon de leche. Galon de leche. Yeah, yeah. Rocks. Hit rocks. Oh my God. It was crazy. I'm and I'm striking out. I'm like, they're like, yeah, you don't know, you don't, you can't play. And I'm, but I'm in little league. I, 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 I be hitting home runs. <laughs> Not with the rocks. It's a different thing, but. I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty sure you get it. You get it, like yo, yo, you are not speaking that Dominicana. You get that, nah. You know what else too? When you get older, like more confidence. Yeah. So I have the confidence more in who I am, and I also notice that like, why am I going into a situation thinking that somebody's gonna think I'm less Latina or? less proud of my jewish heritage mm. like shame on you for welcoming welcoming me into the room that way but i also have to walk into that room being confident and also like i see reactions from people i think the like dominican dominicans think it's very interesting like i belong in a museum or something <laughs> like, yeah like ven acá judía y dominicana no puede ser no puede ser no puede ser I have a tattoo on my back and it's the Dominican flag with the star of David in oh, the middle shit. instead of Dios Laria instead of escudo you took this escudo it's the star of David and above it it says Dominicana not because I'm a tramp stamper. It's actually my mid back. But because I'm like, okay, this is who the fuck I am. I'm super proud. You're embracing it. You're embracing totally it, yeah. embracing it. And I still don't regret any of the ink on my body, including that um, very revealing tattoo of who mm. I am. My mother freaked out. She's like, you're telling everybody that you're Dominican and you're Jewish. You're Jewish. And I'm like, so? And she's like, there's like anti-Semites out there. And there's yeah. like anti-Dominicanites oh, out there. And I'm like, oh, you know, <laughs> well, Loga, but I, wanna, I don't want them in my orbit anyway. I wanted to, I, I wanted to go back real quick to the to the podcast. Yes, because um, there was a there was another podcast you were on, uh, Latinos Out Loud. That right there was crazy. You guys did a lot of stuff. You guys, so many accolades, award winning, multiple award winning podcast you gotta say that if you win more than one award you multiple, are multiple, multiple award winning i like that looks for the alley groundbreaking so <laughs> dual award winning sounds weird you so now but i hear you talk about the other podcast which one which one the one you hilarious it's it's so that means that you're not the in the universe. other one anymore wait no you're starting but wait wait hold up hold up i just got an Why email guys you got an email wait, wait wait i just got an email from corporate we, oh. yo, we gotta go to commercial what <laughs> i just got an email from corporate oh well it's time to refill anyway we gotta yeah. refill i think it's time we'll be right back dancing crew trip for two nail the final interview game with doug 
Brand new mug. Come here, kid. Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. Boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too. If you feel symptoms, even if they're mild, you should test fast. Test positive and at high risk for severe COVID-19? Then act fast with authorized oral treatments that can be taken at home and must be taken within five days from when symptoms begin. COVID-19 moves fast, and now you can too by asking your healthcare provider if an oral treatment is right for you. Learn about a treatment option at TreatCV19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. Yo, we're back with that exclusive email where Rachel Aloca is going to Spill the beans that we try to con dulce. And ¿qué es lo que está pasando ya? ¿Qué es lo que pasó aquí? Yo, Yo, the, the question la, again. It was uh, so I wanted to know about the Latinos out loud, the oh, award-winning yeah. Latinos out loud. Multiple. Multiple. And, Multiple. I, <laughs> and I feel like she's uh, doing. She has other endeavors, but I want to get back to the Latinos out loud. Talk about that. I didn't realize I was going to be in the hot box on the Hip Hop Advocate Show, <laughs> but being that I'm here. In this position, I will say that Latinos Out Loud is going on our 300th episode. Ooh. And I ain't going nowhere, baby. Ooh. I ain't going nowhere. Carry me out in a coffin, son. <laughs> and brand that shit LOL, B. Because I ain't going out. Uh-uh. LOL oh. is my baby, okay? It is so much fun. It has also evolved like the mm. rest of me. Where should I start? Yeah. What, what question do you have about Latinos Out Loud now knowing that I ain't going nowhere? Mm. We about to enter into show. season 11 and we're on three. We're on 288. We got 12 more until we hit 300. Wow. Damn. Point. Y'all had, um, damn, y'all gave Rodell uh, an empanada with raisins. <laughs> Oh wow! On per he didn't know. No, you, yo, he got tired. Yeah, he got mad. Purpose. He got mad. But <laughs> yo, I like the raisins in oh the empanada. Me too. Nah. Oh, sorry. Wait, me too. I I'm like that raisinette. shit. I'm such a raisinette. Me too. Like, I love the, the. I throw raisins uh, the oatmeal. Like I throw raisins yes. everywhere. I like dried cranberries. Yeah, raisins. Don't fuck with raisins. Cookies. Oatmeal raisins Cereal? are the bomb. Nah. nah. I just don't like them in the empanadas, the patelitos. Why not? You don't like that sweet it and salty. They fuck it's up the weird. meat. I don't know. Nah. It, it enhances it's the, the texture. meat. It's, it's like, come here, meat. Let me texture. make you sweet. Is this texture behind <laughs> it? But you know what's right funny? Right? Little bit. I'm on the hip hop advocate show. Stop. <laughs> but what's funny about it is that I, I don't fuck with raisins, but I like dried cranberries, which is almost the same. What? Oh, so you're like a craisins guy? Yeah, it's almost the same shit. He's on some. <laughs> it's half raisin, bro. You know that craisins is like. Yeah, I know. Cram- Yo, he's into yeah, colorism. It's exactly the same. He's in colorism. Nah, I ain't fucking with and you. And these anti-raisin people need to like I don't know Yo. go live in a cave somewhere. This Guys, let's, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Come on, let's bring it back, guys. Let's get back I to. I'm tight with this patelito talk right now. <laughs> Yo, but how the hell <laughs> did you know when you started that show that you were gonna take it to where you took it? No way, Jose. And how do you meet your your, your co-host? Okay, so I've known my co-hosts for 17 years. We've been friends, and we were also on stage together, Room 28, the sketch comedy Right, troupe. right. We were on Bring the Funny together. We s- we're friends. We go to each other's, like, events and shit. And, well, Frank is not a comedian per se, but Frank is that, like, friend that's been around all the time, whether it be for security, to laugh with us protect us, travel with us, and also drop the conspiracy theory. The theory. Oh, my God. The yeah, the name, right? What's the name? Frank Spiracy yeah, News. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he drops the conspiracy theory on us, and I believe every single one of them. I, yes, I think the world is flat. We'll talk about that later. What? Um, the pigeons yeah. are, like, watching us. Yeah, there's surveillance pigeons out there. Um, <laughs> that's deep. So he comes into the fold, and that's Latinos <laughs> Out Loud. We're two sketch comedians and a conspiracy theorist. We're friends for over for 17 years we invite people into the sala with us we hear people tell us that they feel like they're in the living room chilling with us we get on each other jokes improv voices sketches we know each other's moms like you know it's on that tip but we also move latinos forward we invite guests like y'all 
Uh, and the criteria for the guests is that they also move Latinos forward in their own mm. capacity. They yes. could be Latino, A, E, I, X, Y, Z, however you identify, or they could be a, a Latino ally. Um, we just opened those gates. Like for a while, wow. you guys, I was like, only Latino guests, you know? Like, let's really elevate the people. Why am I saying it in this voice? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like authoritative. Ah. Um, but then I was like, wait a minute. We have allies. We have people that are also helping, like, you know, open Absolutely. the gates for Absolutely. us and, and fund us that are Latino allies that could also, like, help share in the storytelling that we have. So the podcast. I'm. That's how I met my co-hosts. I did not think it would become what it is today and not that it's where I wanted to land because we're still, I'm, there's still fuel. Still yeah, growing, yeah. Still growing, we're uh, still, you know, on the runway. Mm. I don't even know if we've taken off yet. Like, we could still be idling. I don't know. Mm. Although that might be a bad thing. But you know what I mean? You get we're a fine like, in the city. Yeah. Um, I think, like, the evolution of the podcast is interesting because it started out to be sketch comedy and then we were like, oh, let's get guests like supporters, Lin-Manuel, mm. Mero. Let's bring them because they also have comedy in their arsenal. You know what I'm saying? Right. How far back does it, does it go? We started in 2017. Damn. Yeah. Look at that. You're 300. And almost 300. 300. Almost About five years. Yeah, I've seen yeah. like five-year episodes. And, yeah, yeah. and it's what you say. I'll circle back to that. When we entered the space... That's why we entered the space. We entered the space because there was a void. Because when you search for Latino, X, Y, Z, A, E, O, U, only like three podcasts came yeah. up. I'm like, wait, what? There's like an NPR podcast, Latinos Who Lunch. And maybe it was um, Tamarindo was out there around that. Like, yeah. there was very few. And I was like, but there's no comedy. And Latinos are infamous for comedy storytelling. Yeah. We're right. the people on the milk alive. crates in front of the bodega. Like, but I got loco. They haven't yeah. seen <laughs> It's like the biggie. I got a story to tell. I love that song so much because I feel like we as Dominicans do the same thing. It's like, yo, roll up that L. I got a story to tell. Like, you know? Right. You know, he, he was, that's a true story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, All of that is such a crazy the biggie, story. No, no, I the mean, Biggie, that song, Biggie, Story to Tell. Mm -hmm. He was fucking uh, Anthony Mason's wife. Oh, my God. Remember Anthony, Anthony Mason? Mason? Rest in peace. Rest in peace, yeah. He was fucking... Uh, so, um, podcast. Did I answer the question? You did. No, you yeah, yeah. knocked it out the park. <laughs> so, so, guys, there's something I've been wondering. I've been thinking about since she sat down on that chair. Ruh -ruh. And it's been burning me, yo. This question. I got a question, man. You've been thinking about it since this morning. You got this a question morning. that desperately you need to answer. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rachel La Loca, every time yes. we got somebody on this platform, we ask them the same question. Mm. What's their top five? Um, top five influences, top five whatever. So right now, I think it's time, fellas. Yeah, we want to know what what created the, your DNA in this com comedic space. Mm -hmm. I love this question. Mm -hmm. okay. so, I, so hold up. <laughs> it's time, y'all. Time for the top five. <laughs> watching Saturday Night Live really young before I knew what the jokes even meant really because my parents would go out and leave me with my older brother and he's 10 years older than me and he was an SNL watcher so I'm watching sketch comedy and I'm watching all these greats Eddie Murphy, Dan Aykroyd, Gilda Radner these are people from the late 70s you know what I'm saying I was born in 79 cut that out please um, <laughs> no, that's okay um, Loca. So the <laughs> 80s SNL too, and I still watch that, like Dana Carvey and, you know, just the Steve Martins and, and Martin Short. Golden era. You know, and then like the ladies who came in later on, like, you know what I'm saying? Victoria Jackson, Nora Dunn. This is in no order, and I went way beyond five. But all of these people. You was wait, wait. You was naming them so like these, that. These are your your. Actual I'll give you lives. the actual five. I guess I'll summarize with the five. But you know, <laughs> these are all people that started to weave the influence, fabric. Influence. Mm. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Okay, I didn't even know that was happening. Um, 
then high school performing arts type stuff and i'm still watching comedy stand-up like so, you know during that era the eddie murphy stand-up specials and all of that and then i continued to watch snl like women like Kristen wig and i'm like i could do this i could do that yeah. made it feel more attainable too when i started seeing more ladies in the space and ladies doing it um so top five it starts from way back when, so I'll put on there Gilda Radner, who was one of the original ladies of SNL in the 70s, and she inspired a character that I do. She has a character called Rosanna Dana Dana, and she came out on Weekend Update, and I have a character called Rosanna Santana, who basically puts her boyfriend on blast for all the stupid shit that he does on Instagram, yeah. and all the emojis he be posting, the eggplant shit, you know what I'm saying, Ooh. all of that stupid shit. So she has a- That's real. Damn. So Rose um Gilda Radner <laughs> and I'll also say some other females like Kristen Wig, Amy Schumer, um That's Alana good. and uh like uh Broad City girls, you know, cuz they also took what they do like their passion and made a TV show yeah, out of yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? To the next level. I like the um they're both waitresses on the show? On the show. Yeah. Damn, there's one well, that I no, really like. One of them worked at like tech companies. No, no, and the she waitress. Like ran the, the circuit. Waitress the other one was a waitress. I like her. She's ill. She's really ill. I got a crush on her. Oh, okay. I do. Damn. Curly hair, right? You might have to cut that. I might sleep on the couch. <laughs> um. Oh no, she was the one that like worked at tech companies and stuff. So okay. I like wait. the waitress though. She buy. How she many bad. do I have now? She bad. I think you named five. That was five right already. Yo, no, you named like. Hey, I didn't Yo, know Amy Schumer was on SNL. No, she she no, wasn't. These aren't on S. She was on. Okay, I thought you were just naming. Yo, no, no. people. Speaking no. of Amy no. Schumer, I was surprised you you mentioned Amy Schumer. Yeah. Um, she's she's okay. You know, in my book, she's alright. I, I like her show. She, but but there was, but like there was a, a backlash. Yeah, there was backlash because, um, she got she got a, a special on Netflix, and uh, Monique Ooh. didn't. So well, she didn't get the same rate. She had she, an offer she that wanted was dramatically, the same, yeah. exorbitantly mm. less. Yeah, yeah. So you, she wanted the same rate as Amy. But Amy had a hit movie and shows and this blah, blah. I don't know if she had Man, shows. There's she a had movie movies. with Amy. Sh uh, Amy Sh deal that shit Schumer is mad funny. Yeah, yeah. Train, train wreck. There was another one, too. Damn, man. That shit. But love, how do you I feel love, about I that? Like, movies. you know, as a comedian, like, yo. I felt like Monique was pocket watching a bit. Mm -hmm. Yo, Ooh. she. It became a publicity thing. It became right? a trending thing on social media. It was just a good story. Yeah, you know their to business negotiations. Look, here we go again. Set it up, Rachel. All right, look. <laughs> the table setter. Yeah, cause I'm learning as I'm going. Wait, wait. It's not what you. Uh, are worth is what you negotiate, mm -hmm. right? That's mm -hmm. what they say in show business. Yo, but I'm learning that you need a team out there. Mm. The team is the engine. Like, the team needs to negotiate or, or you know what I'm saying? Right, support right. that endeavor, support that thought, support that, support that goal. What do I think of that? What's unfair is what's unfair. Will we ever know if it was because of any other thing but her comedy we don't know i don't mm -hmm. know she was on. mad she, she was mad. mad it became a publicity thing i appreciate the awareness of it though you know i appreciate the awareness because even for like, me, yeah for women you know navigating for women. the space yo true talk in corporate america i'll never forget it's different because now i'm not really in this but so I filled in, I took the position of a dude who went on to another state and I was going through his desk and I found his paycheck, a stub. Wasn't looking for it, I was cleaning out his desk and he was making so much more than me. Wow. At the same wow. time, same, same role. Same role. Same role. <coughs> Wow, that's crazy. That was such a fuck. Like, uh, oh my. That I was, was a like, mind fuck. It was because I had to do a double take. I was like, there's a comma. <laughs> but, you this know, <laughs> um, it really empowers me now and seeing that Monique thing that, you know, the model that she put out there. Yeah, put, put, you know your worth. Mm -hmm. You, I know what I got. There's nobody else doing Latinos out loud. I'm not even trying to be bold and flex right now. I have worked in comedy for a long time. 
Look it up. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm just saying. And the ingredients are really. I love how they're coming together in this sancocho. I oh. never thought LOL would be this. I'm so proud of LOL. Yeah. I, I have so much more to do with LOL. I'm so excited. I hope I, I never get old like Tinkerbell. Like I need that. I just want to be like <laughs> Peter dust? Pan. Yeah, like yeah, sprinkle you, you said sancocho. I'm getting kind of hungry. Yeah. And my man, well, I think my man uh, Della is getting hungry for this next segment going on. We were talking a lot about you know your shows and everything you've been doing. Um, so right now, <laughs> what I would like to introduce to you is a segment we have where we we search for you. We looking for we looking for the loca, and we oh boy, and we may have found it, we may not. Loca. So what we do is that we we look for pictures of you doing different things at different locations, different fe- festivals, um, and we want <coughs> you just to explain what you're doing. I love this. Give so diablo. much. The- Qué diablo tú haciendo en esta foto? I love games. Like, <laughs> you know. The story behind the picture. Oh, yes. So excited for this game. Look me up. I was on The Price is Right. I love games. <laughs> so right now, guys, they know what it is. Right now, we're, we're, this is called Looking for Loca. Looking for the Loca. Loca. <laughs> okay. So this is the first picture that we have here. Um, by the way, when I was doing my research on this, you have so much content everywhere that it was, it was crazy for me to narrow down things that I wanted to bring, and I was Thank laughing you. my ass off looking at it too. Oh my god! So this is the first thing we have. Oh my gosh! Okay, yeah. Talk this about is it. Great. Talk about it. So this was the first time because we've been featured twice, I think. Um, Picks eleven morning mm, yes. news. Mm. Latinos Out Loud was brought in to talk about Dia de los Reyes. The day oh. of the king. The other of the rest on the actual is. date on January. 5th? I believe it was taped on the actual date. Yes. Was it January? Yes, January sixth. And it, yeah, six. Yeah. And we were just talking That's my educating the community about what we celebrate in our comedic fashion, you know, sprinkling in of mm. ja- what Jamie Frank and I do. And that was so much fun. Shout out to Marisol Castro. She brought us in, who's also, are you ready for some really like fun facts here? Marisol Castro, who you see in that video was interviewing us, is also the announcer at City Field. She's the Mets announcer. Good out of here. That's crazy. You know what? That's great for us. He don't. don't I watch Pix 11 every morning. He don't fuck with the Mets, though. He don't fuck with the Mets. But I I watch Pix 11. A female in the game. It's so good. She's (laughs) next up to bat. Like. That's that crazy. <laughs> I just love the fact that they got you guys there talking about Three Kings Day. Yeah. I heard one of your co-hosts say that he's like, "Wait, I thought it was Tres Leches Day." Yeah. <laughs> like that. I was laughing. That's probably Jamie. That's, That's hilarious. Jamie. All right, let's go to the next one. It's the next one. Okay, should I blindfold myself? No. Oh, okay. Here we go. Oh my gosh. Let them know Taking where you me were. A trip down. This is like a trip down Memoria Lane. Um, <laughs> This was the New York Latino Film Festival's Futuro Conference at the Google Space. Mm. And we did an, a live pop-up podcast there. We had Ray Del Ortiz as a guest. And we also had the executive director of the New York Latino Film Festival, Calixto Chinchilla. Mm. And I believe I'm playing my guida on yes, stage, which I often... Ahead. I often bring out, um, bring it out, bring it out. You play good? You know how to play? I'm not nasty, don't, but you, but you, but you, you can put defend a, yourself. I think I can hold it down and get the party going. We're going to battle. I should have brought my guida. We have two, right? It's always been my dream. My dream has always been to be able to play a... Yo, you know one, what? One, With this guy, every week... instrument on a typical band. Every week is a different thing. First, you want to be a DJ. No, I got many dreams. Go last for week, it. What's dreams. stopping you? I got you? a lot of dreams. What was Nothing. last week? Yesterday, I don't know. It? What was it? I don't remember. <laughs> you see? Every, every week is a don't worry, dream. I'm working but I got on a, a lot of dreams. I'm working this on a Guida Masterclass. You gotta I like that. Dreams. I like that. You right, gotta... This next one here <laughs> raised my eyebrows. Oh. Because this is... Both this of is, them? This is crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Talk about this one right here. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> Yo. What is it? Okay. I I, 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 I. First Bring, of all... Pull it up on the screen. <laughs> 
Can we just discuss? I'd like to add some. Com- I want to add a lot of commentary Pull to it this. Up for us. First, first, I shall describe what we are looking at. Okay, mm. we are looking it's, at. It, but we'll, we'll edit it. They'll, they'll, they'll have that picture. The viewers. Well, to describe what you're seeing, viewers, this is a still from a show that I acted on called Diabolical, which oh. is on the Identification Discovery Network, or ID. You know there's that one network that has autumn shows of the true crime reenactments? Mm. There's like snapped and like, you know, where the women kill their husbands. Oh and like, my God. Yo, females love those shows. Oh, females love those shows. Yo, you know why? Because they, they dream of doing that we shit. We live vicariously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lived vicariously through yeah. this character. Now, look, she killed a senior citizen. She killed several. Like, this character That's was foul. so badass it's a true story it's a place in texas um and she played so she was the executive director of a non-profit and like stopped the the viejitos food feed like pulled the like IV oh no nah, she wowing and then she would sneak in and like get power of attorney on the viejitos um you know the the husband who's alive and like take his money and she like one of the viejitos caught on to her so she hired the freaking janitor latino janitor from the <laughs> fucking the organization no, she got cool with but this is what's cool about this they i so what like as an actor when i'm on set and i'm learning a new trait or skill rather like tactic like that's i appreciate that so i was on set and i learned how to suffocate and strangulate for tv which is a thing And it was plastic bag, you know, hole cut out in the back. And it's really, it's this, it's just like all in your shaking. It's not even like if you look at the scenes on TV, it's never like rah, rah, no. rah. Like it's just like, it's just like. <laughs> that, that's why I said, that's why I said it raised my eyebrows. I'm like, yo. If Yo, she, if she me, don't like one of us, we're going. We're hold going. on, let me kind of see. I want to see what the fuck is going on. That was the scene where she, the the, well, the yeah, diabla, was like, "I have a do not resuscitate, do not save his life. I have a DNR because she was waiting for him to die so she could take all his dough." And I, it was kept going a mistrial because she was very politically connected in Texas. Mm. It was gangster. You got to see. So it's episode. It's season two. I want to say like episode three, and it's about a Texas crime, and I play the lead in the episode, and it wow. was so yeah, it was crazy. See what I like about this game is it makes you want to dig deeper in Rachel La Loca's wow. history what? catalog. And see, you know, like what? A what? What? what you say? <laughs> Bring a guy. Word dig history. The freco dig deep into Rachel La Loca. Dig deep into I mean, Rachel. All right, because we're not going that deep. If we're okay, here we go. <laughs> I don't know. Right. People gotta know. People gotta know where where this comes from, where this charisma and where where yeah. this uh, this light Facts. that you that you, you bring. Thank you for saying that, and thank you for saying that's really sweet. Right. That memory also conjures up something else for me because I was shooting that. It was a two day shoot, upstate New York by Fishkill. It was so cold. Oh, you was I, up there. Oh, my God. Yeah, by some family members, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I was like, can we do a quick visit over the bridge? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, We've we been, no up, there. We been up there. No. So, um, and I was, it was so cold. And I, and listen, I have this thing when a 310 or 323, when LA calls on the phone, I'm like, shut up, shut up, shut up. I'm like, I'm like, everybody shut up. Hello? You know, it's like that. I'm like, who's calling from LA? And then it's like, hi, this is United Healthcare. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, but nah, so... I got oh my bad. I got a three a three one zero call coming in when I was shooting and we were on break. So I went in the courtyard area where it was like minus thirty degrees. But I saw three two three calling and we were going up for bring the funny at the time. We were auditioning. We were in the casting process. Oh. And then the call came in and I was in the courtyard. I was like, hello. And she's like, Rachel, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hi, how are you? You know, like shivering. And she's like, yeah, I just want to let you know that we want to call you back for the next round of casting. We want to bring you guys out here to L.A. to do some sketches for us. And I was like, I I never felt myself sweat so much in such cold weather. Like my armpits were on fire. I was so excited, but I was getting frostbite at the same time. It was so weird. And then I had to go back to being a murderer. Like after a break, I was like, transition, transition comedian. You got to go murder somebody. Look at that, man. That's one thing I, I respect. You know, to be able to home yourself and 
put yourself in that position. I was like, I, I, I have a lot of respect for actors because you got to put yourself in a certain mode and a certain, um, you know, mentality away from who you are to become Facts. what you're trying to portray. Yeah. yeah, that shit takes a lot. A lot of actors get caught in, in that in that um character and they lose it. Like, yeah, uh, no, yeah, like that, that, that the, the Joker do right? Like, yes, he, 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 he got Heath Ledger. He got in so deep. Hold up, let's not get too deep in that rabbit hole. No, 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 yeah, let's man. continue with the game. Yeah, we okay, back and we're yeah, yeah. back. Let's not lose yeah. ourselves. We have hey, a lot we're back. of fun. So here's the next one, which actually suits us very well over here. Oh, yeah. This one was fucking awesome. Yes. I love this game and so much. And we spoke about it off camera a little bit. Um, Just yeah. tell, the, tell the viewers what you're doing there. Oh, my gosh. I'm so pregnant. I'm like 30 months pregnant. Um, <laughs> and, okay. I had, okay. Here I am again. Set it up, Rachel. Uh, Long-winded. So, I was super pregnant and i just had this crazy idea of a, another influence that didn't make the list and i gotta put her on the list amy poehler Ooh. amy poehler was acting and being funny until it looked like she was gonna give birth on snl she's doing sketches she's using her belly in the sketches like it's it was great and i'm like i need to amy poehler the game in my own world with this pregnant belly because i was told i would not have babies i was told I was infertile, wow. and that's a whole other podcast. You busted out too, out of nowhere. Busted oh. out too, yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> so, but at the time, I didn't think I was gonna bust out more than once. So I told all my comedy brothers and sisters, I'm like, use this as a prop. What can we do with this before wow. I give birth? So I did shows. We did sketches where we incorporated the pregnant belly as much as we could. And then I was like, let's do a video. Let's do a parody video. <laughs> At the time, it was all about my demands. I'm like, you know, you know, you know how it is when you're pregnant. Like, I only want the chicken nugget that's shaped like a boot. You know, like you have yes, these crazy That shit cravings. is crazy. That shit is crazy. <laughs> but how the hell did you incorporate hip hop with that? Because I'm from Brooklyn. I don't yeah. know. Hip hop is in... In the in the DNA, like yeah. in la sangre. I went it's to in the water. Rappers, ninety seven, Biggie. Like that's one thing. Yeah, we didn't even like. Where where are you, where are you originally from? Wait 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 wait. No, what you no, doing? We're not gonna throw it off. We, we, we gotta finish this. Brooklyn, we got, Brooklyn. No, just Brooklyn all day, right? All okay, day. Okay, I thought you were taking somewhere Brooklyn else. <laughs> all right. What number are we on? Uh, so that was uh f that was the fifth one. That's oh, the loca. One, two, three, four, four. That was the fourth one. Oh wait, I didn't explain the clip. Did I explain the clip? I didn't even explain the clip. Well, that was "Pregnant Queen," which was the parody song written by Andrew Casanova, who is Jamie, my co-host's nephew. Weird, right? We just all keep it in the family. Not so weird. It's all love. You are some Game of Thrones shit. Yeah, yo, keep it in the family. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. no, no, but uh, he wrote it, and <laughs> yo, no, you can't say that. That's just lying, right? You know, we can talk about that too, but. Uh, so we did Trap Queen, which was like a song at the time. I was like, let's do Pregnant Queen, the Fetty Wap, and that clip, okay. Let me just take you there real quick. Uh. Long-winded. Um, we had just finished doing a Room 28 comedy show, and I was pregnant. And I got home, and of course, I was eating. And my boy Juan Bago was hitting me up, blowing up the phone. I was like, oh, snap, what's happening? Did he forget something? Did the theater not, like, whatever. And he's like, yo, Pregnant Queen just came out on Midnight with Chris Hardwick on wow. Comedy Central. That's, that's big. I was like, no way. And so that's the clip. And it's so funny how they find these clips and like put them on these shows. Yeah. They didn't put the whole song. Mm. They put the one part of the song where it's like holes, in inserted in my holes or something. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, it's kind of nice that she let him insert in multiple holes. Yeah. Like, you know, and that's the part. But you didn't even know that you didn't even know that that was even going to show up on, on no. Comedy Central. Yo, that no. song got like that video got like 1.3 mil. Wow. Views. Lord, have and I was gonna, I was gonna do like a bone. Look, look at this clip. Oh my god! From yes. that, you holding a fucking okay. mop. That's my backyard. 
you're holding a broom. You about to smack your baby daddy. You know why? Because they were smoking weed in the yeah. backyard. And I was yeah. like, yo, I want some, but I can't, so I'm going to hit you with this mop. <laughs> you, know, you know what that got to be called? La loca. Oh. <laughs> All right, last and final. Last and final. Um, This one right here. Tell me. <laughs> Thumbs down from Mills. <laughs> So the last Luca. and final one, please let the viewers know. Oh, oh. that's dope right there. Oh, yes. That's me, the yeah, animated version with, like, brown hair. Um, we, we mentioned it a little bit, uh, the Total Twins. Yes. But that, that's you. That's the character that you play. Yes. <laughs> so. Did they take any influence from you? Like, I know you. I think the first time we saw you, you was wearing, like, a headband. Yeah. Is that, is that from you? Oh, that's a funny question because I don't think. I don't know if they took influence from my looks or what I look like, but the grandmother on the show looks a lot like my mom in real life. Really? If you look at my Instagram photos and you see my mom and then a picture of the total grandma, the same glasses, the same white hair, same skin complexion. It's really eerie. When I went to the red carpet premiere, they had like these blow ups of the characters and yeah, I had to take a picture with one. I was like, she she mommy. Mommy. I sent it to my mom and she's like, yo, pero yo, they may owe me a check. What's up? I'm like, oh, I don't know, mom. But you know, I'm, I'm really happy with that. That is a screen grab. From the cartoon that I'm voicing now, the Tuttle Twins, where I play Mom Tuttle. Amazing, amazing. But you know what's the beauty about that, what you just said, is the the, the secrets, right? Inspiring people without directly getting credited, but you know in your head, you know, it's in, it's in your head that you inspire them some way, somehow. And in our heads, mm. this was a beautiful part one. Ooh. I think... Uh, there's a lot more to go. There's more, so much that we gotta more, go. Keep going. More. I'm 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 trying to dig deep. Keep going. Like Damn man, part one. we're gonna have to do a part two. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think I need a sound for the part yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. Guys, we'll see you very soon. Yeah. We'll be back. We'll be back. Married to my honey and he inserted yes, my home yes, Now we got a baby on the way for things are home I'm a pretty queen, better see me like I'm gold I do my When I get the craving, better find me Rolyo okay. Even in the morning, can't keep down my Cheerios I was born a Caden Raw, dog is what I uh. chose Now it's time to say that I'm about to fucking blow yes, My shirts are mad tight, fuck maternity clothes Sleeping uh. like a hibernating bear down on the floor Take it off and feed me that leche. No cesarean. All natural. I put my mouth where that baby. 